0: Namaste Devi or Sajnou, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Sound Podcast. Today, my best and highly skilled trained professional co-host, Mr. Pat Balanchkar. And with us, our almost uh, co-host, uh, Mr. Akshay Dhal, who for the fourth time has come to our podcast. And today, we're going talk about his latest release, uh, which is called Kiss Me, which is an English song. And uh, we're going to know a lot more about the song and how it was made. Uh, what was Akshet's whole vision making that song, uh, what he plans to do moving forward uh, with his upcoming releases and a lot more. So Akshet brother, Namaste, hai aap? Uh, So, 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 so thank you for coming. <laughs> thank
1: Aray. you so much
2: for having me again. Yeah. Uh Paad
1: so, <laughs> yes. I'm glad, I'm I'm yes. i
0: glad, thank you bhai bhai what I really found interesting is that you've released two Hindi songs prior to this. Mm-hmm. Pyar hai, and, Mind laga. and you all of a sudden decided that now let me release an English song. Of course, it is a part of your upcoming EP called Storyteller. So, what prompted you, after all the reaction that you gauge for Pyare, to say that now is the time for me to sort of go back to my roots in a way or just put an English song? I'm sure it's, you don't look at it as two different uh, aspects of you as a songwriter. It's just a language, right? So mm-hmm. Uh, what was the whole reaction
2: to one? Darnay laga the first place. So to be honest, uh, yeah, I did I have English, aaga, but oh. it was pre-planned. Pehle sab kuch. Oh. So I'm I'm working on two EPs simultaneously, a Hindi oh. EP and an English one, but oh. I don't, I didn't want to put all the Hindi songs, because. Uh, lately, I've been gaining some traction which is only because of English music. Ke so, I don't mm-hmm. want people to feel that you're Hindi music. Release kar I don't know, this is uh, this was something in my head. So, I I'll release a couple of Hindi songs, then a English, then Hindi, then an English. So, that's how I'm working now. So, now, uh, yeah, there's a plan two EPs, one Hindi and English. Hai hai.
0: Wonderful. It's interesting that you mentioned you were gaining traction for your English song, which sort of brings me to the next question that we have for you. Is that what was? I mean, I'm sure that even Pariya and Mandarre laga had some wonderful mm-hmm. reactions that came towards it. So, what is the best sort of reaction that reassured the decision, the risk that you took to sort of put out Hindi music after English music? What was the best reaction or the most positive reaction that you got to both of the songs in general?
2: So, I believe that uh, reaction, whatever your music ka hai, it oh. comes eventually it It's not ah. at the time when you release it or just then you release it it takes a It takes time, time For example, the song I released in 2019, Stay. Mm-hmm. 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 Right now, it's getting into playlists. like uh, international people playlists. So, it's a lot of people watching it. And uh, of course, Payar Hai has been one of my most streamed songs. It's just crossed 21,000 streams on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So it's a very overwhelming because uh, these are the songs like "Pyar" and "Mandarne the songs that I produce myself. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's so that's one thing that I'm planning right now to produce my EP Hindi EP by myself. Let's see how it goes.
0: That's wonderful, bro. That's wonderful. And now you have a dual approach towards how you're sort of making music also, okay? Mm-hmm. Now you're just not looking at it as a singer-songwriter who would leave certain aspects to a technician. Now you're looking at, looking at it in a holistic manner, right? So, right. tell me about this, that you already made a song called, pyare on Love, right? I'm sure a lot of songs of yours are on love. Kismi is also about love, right? So, what is it that mm-hmm. you wanted to sort of explore in terms of the whole theme or the subtext of love in this song though you've not explored? in hai or you probably found a different angle towards uh, channelizing in this song. What was it for you?
2: Most of the songs on earth are based on love, if yeah, I'm absolutely. not wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and each of like each song is very different from the other one. Hmm. So what I found interesting was hai was something that came, uh, like that, that I wrote after I wrote kiss me. So kiss me is a very old song. Oh. It was written when I was in Pune. So like. Oh. Two years. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. When you said I was in Pune, I was like, oh yeah, that's like, <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's twelve hundred BC, but
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> feels like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: So
2: um, I initially wrote that song on a on on my guitar, mm-hmm. and uh, I enjoyed how it went from the guitar to just the keys, and then oh. keys to the entire production. And then I thought that release ho hai. and I've I've kept it minimal in terms of production and it is one of my very few love songs because I believe uh or four love songs out of twelve songs that I've released. Yeah. So I want wanted it to sound different and as yeah. I was uh, digging deeper into the side uh, into the storytelling telling aspect of songwriting and the production. Uh, so I've used uh, many sound effects to, you know create a whole space, a, a, like an environment kind of thing yeah. through these sound effects so yeah No, it's a it's
0: interesting that you mentioned that 2 years back you uh, you know wrote this song and PRA came after that which is a song which is released before this song mm-hmm. uh, tell me about this what was your POV on love back then and how different is it now and how different has it been after the release of PRA what are the different sort of perspectives that you want to bring forward or put forward uh, in terms of love because of course like you said that love is some, the universal theme for a lot of I mean art in general right I mean not even right. music I mean music is one of the more popular mediums for love to be sort of expressed hmm. or explored uh, right. tell me about how yeah exactly how different was your POV on love back then two years back and how has it changed how has it sort of evolved plus even no.
1: I mean just to add on look, uh also tell us what you were. i mean what's the story behind
2: kiss me as well yeah so yeah, to be honest both of the songs are kind of imagination spaceman yeah. so it's not my point of view yeah. but uh, I'll let i'll let you know what the story behind the song kiss me is it's total imagination but i'll walk you through the uh the storyline if, if that's okay yeah absolutely
0: so,
1: Absolutely.
2: Huh. Yeah, just imagine just imagine uh, uh, an elite couple. Just mm-hmm. the male, Joe, like the mm, songwriter, for example. Or mm-hmm. uh, I'm taking a shower and I'm going to my lover, my wife, or whoever, and telling her ki uh, I'm very, you know uh ki main exhausted from all the work that I've been doing please help me, please hug me, you know, comfort, hey, comfort. Hey. And they start, you know, uh, there's something that the lover does to me, like in the song that makes me wonder, what is this? time and So that's the basic gist of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So tell me about this, uh, in, in general, what is I mean, having made like you said like you made four songs on love and i'm sure you will make in the future as well and like a lot of other people who said about it because the definition of love can vary from person to person from day to day year to year month to month so right. uh, tell me about this what does love in entirety mean to you uh,
2: as far as i've experienced or as far as i've observed yeah. love goes hand in hand with respect understanding uh yeah, I guess these are the two terms that come in my mind. And when, when you find someone with, with, you know, uh, with mutual understanding at level pay or respect ek dusre ke liye, So that's, that, that, what, that's what happens is ki sab kuch asaan lagne lag gets hai. So I guess, yeah, that's love.
0: Wonderful answer. And I think it, it really, uh, explains. Yeah, actually yeah, it does make sense. I, I never looked at love and respect in a... Yeah, it, it does make sense Yeah, if you look at it that way. Absolutely, absolutely. That's an interesting answer. So tell me about this. You said that you wrote the song two years back and you said, you also mentioned to me about the fact that this is one of the last songs from the sort of the whole 30th of February era of music mm, that you sort of right. worked work towards, yeah? So, right. what I even found interesting is that after that you in these songs and my, this is a part of your upcoming EP.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and i'm sure the soundscape of the upcoming ep is a little more evolved and different right. in a lot of aspects right uh, mm-hmm. so why did you choose this song to be the first song of that particular ep was it like sort of like a common thread or like a connective tissue to what you were previously like how a lot of musicians sort of even in music videos we have examples who sort of carry forward the story of who they were in their previous songs and sort of give a reference that a reference to that and sort of uh, pave the way and show the audience that they've built that this is now the new uh, sort of music that I'm working towards and this is the new me. So, was that the reason to sort of make us a connective tissue or you just felt that probably this song would be a better fit here or was it both?
2: So, it was definitely a connective tissue kind of thing. Because mm. If if you listen to the song carefully, in the end, there's this coffee ka uh, jo riff, which jo is popular, which is the main part. Hai. Da, 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 da. just to uh symbolize ki this the song was written when i was in that phase oh. but the production and the story like the storytelling wala songwriting, songwriting oh. it is kind of uh connected to the storyteller ep the oh. the songs that i wrote later like after this song so it was kind of a connective tissue and it did also fill in the same genre genre category of music and the production that I'm planning for the EP so yeah it was kind of both of the things
0: wonderful wonderful so tell me about this Uh, you wrote this song two years back and uh, you put it out now so what was the translation between the version that it was then and the version it is now how much of the evolution has taken place between both the versions of the same song
2: A lot. I honestly don't even remember how it sounded on just the guitar, but I do have a little snippet of me playing the piano when I just started playing the piano and I was singing this song and it was very different. It, it, it even, it is very different from even, I guess, five or six months ago. So the song was already produced. So I produced a song in October. Like I started working on the song in October, 2020. And, uh, I had it produced by myself. And then I asked a friend of mine, uh, Vinod oh. from Delhi. He's an amazing guitarist. He played a solo over the song, was, Okay, wonderful. right? This sounds, uh, this sounds very good. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's release the song. And then I sat for a while. I heard the song a couple of times and I was like, there's something missing. And I just don't want to, you know, release it. And I definitely want to work on my voice a little bit more. So I sat with the song I released, I, I worked on other stuff and I released them. And then, uh, gradually I changed the entire song kind of thing. It was the same song, but it was not the same song. And, uh, yeah, it took seven months and a lot of amazing people like Raguna Ragunandan and, uh, Ajay and Karthik. Grace Park Studios so yeah a lot of people helped uh, making this song and this is what it is now
0: it's interesting that you brought up the other collaborators in the song uh, because you have you said like know also produced uh, it and he even played a guitar solo on it and then you also mentioned Ajay and uh, Ram who also worked on it so what did they sort of bring to the table that sort of enhanced the song And uh, also, also Karthik, which is something I would want to bring on after this. Uh, What was the whole sort of, what was their vision? Uh, How did you guys sort of align towards this song? And why did you choose for them to do this song in particular? Because you had songs produced by other people uh, prior to this. So why them particularly for this one?
2: So initially when I produced this song, I had a very different vibe in my mind. It's yet very similar. So, I had known Vinod for a while and I, kn- I knew how amazing he is with with his stuff, with the guitars. So, I immediately texted him, ki, bro, I want someone to play the lead in my song and I, I can't find anyone better than you. Yeah. Please, uh, would, you, you know, would you mind being a part of the project? And he said, of course, man. So, we took some time and he played a couple of leads and sent it over and I immediately loved them all. Oh. we selected a few of the major parts of the lead and guitar solo ready but uh, it was when i guess uh, january or feb mein jab ki, this is not the vibe i was actually looking for so i uh, sat down from the scratch with with ram uh, who who's a, like who produces a song now oh. co-produced uh, so arrangement is the same but the production is very different oh. So, uh, Ram works with Ajay in, a, yeah. in his band, The Fourth Lane. Fourth so, Lane, absolutely. Yeah. So, so, Ram, the producer of the song, had a very good chemistry with Ajay already because they were a part of a band. Mm-hmm. So, he brought Ajay in the project and uh, he played the guitars and I absolutely loved them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was something missing and I, I immediately knew that I want someone to play the violin. And uh, I contacted Karthik for that. Karthik is a wonderful violinist from Pune. It took merely 30 30 minutes for him to record the song. And just he was done there. And the violin sounds amazing. So I was like, thanks, man. And uh, it was great. I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the entire EP. Like, he's going to be playing the violin in the entire EP whenever we need him. So wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's interesting you mentioned uh, even the Ram and Ajay part and also sort of coming towards uh, the violinistic uh what I really found interesting is that you sort of started with like an acoustic vibe and then you sort of went towards like a piano based music.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And now you been including elements of like violin into your music. So tell me about this moving for I mean how did violin how did you sort of sense that violin would really fit into this vibe? was that how something yes, yeah. was that something that you envisioned from the word go or is it something that once it came into the mix you felt that wow this really isn't synced with what i would uh, want the final product to be so
2: uh, when i initially produced it when i initially arranged it uh, back in september october oh. i i had produced the violin part like uh, on the midi and oh. i knew that uh, if if this song is going to be you know, like if if this if I'm gonna release this song someday, I would have to add a violinist, because the produced key like produced uh, violin, produced strings they don't sound that sonic or इतना अच्छा sound नहीं होता mm. So I I had that in mind, but जैसे ही हमने ये फेब में दोबारा से इसको वो produced it was certain कि this is a ballad song, ballad vibe है इसकी पूरी, तो इसमें तो violin aana hi Ah. So we asked him to play the violin over it. So we already had that part that mm. uh, I'd already arranged it, already produced it. Mm-hmm. So same part I asked uh, Karthik to, to play, and then he he definitely did a wonderful job.
0: Right. Speaking yeah. of violin and you know getting that into the mix of your songs, I have two questions for you. One being that what other instruments would you want to sort of include in your music or incorporate the kind of sound that you're working towards with you know Storyteller EP and all these songs that you're releasing on a frequent basis, and secondly. What other genre of music would you want to sort of try? We've spoken about this in the previous podcast as well, but I'm sure that after releasing that song and working on this with a fresher approach, you might have had some definitive answers that you would sort of want to further explore by the means of your music. So if you could just tell me about the, uh, both the things.
2: So, um, I I don't think there is any instrument that I don't want to try in my music because every instrument has its own vibe, its own uh, dynamic. So absolutely. Yeah. So I mean i mean a hot
0: was, favorite, something that you would just want to, I mean, sort of, you're really excited. Cello,
2: cello I love Cello's voice. I love violin. I love the strings like as a whole. Oh. And uh, I would definitely love to try Sarangi in some of like one of my English songs. Cause I'll do it but English, i to try karna hai, ki how it would sound because oh. it's interesting to you know incorporate mm-hmm. in the very, very very interesting actually right. ah. mm. so i'm not sure but definitely kabhi to flute sure. is in my mind so i actually uh tried uh, you know something with ashwin nayak mm. long time ago mm-hmm. oh he's wanted work out yeah i didn't work out cuz like lockdown tha or nahi uh, yeah. nahi lockdown tha tabhi. but uh yeah, like, I'm still planning to do something with a flute, a party. So that's it. And, uh, coming towards new genre. So I, I I'm still into R and ज़्यादा I'm listening to Alicia Keys a lot these days. Oh. I love her. Like I love Alicia Keys. Oh. She is like very uh, beautiful person. Oh. And, uh, I've been, uh, I've been collaborating pop vibe ke songs like upbeat pop, so that's something you could you know look forward to.
1: right so, so I have one question on Kesmi which is basically uh, like this 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 is a song that you wrote like in 2019 if I'm not wrong right uh-huh. that's what you mentioned or that time you had a completely different EP that you had released and it was doing I was well and, work, yes. yeah, huh, I mean, the, wo, I'm just saying ki, that was the time that uh, you had written it and then eventually mm-hmm. you released it. So this is something that you had written at a time when you had other uh, songs also, which which eventually you put it in 30th of February. Was this always going to be a song that was like going to be a different EP altogether or, eventually you thought about it okay, okay these are few songs that I can compile and keep it as EP and then uh, Kiss Me also should be here
2: uh, 30th of February was something that I wrote very like very earlier I, I wrote most of the songs when I was in my school and uh, two songs when I was in first or second year mm-hmm. and then uh, so I had a lot of songs in my pipeline to you know release but then 30th of February I not and then I released 30th of February. And Kiss Me, I was ve- it was very uh, you know se ki I was playing Kiss Me and then I wrote another song, Little Yellow Light. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt that this has this this has a same sonic space, yet mm-hmm. they're very different from each other in almost all the aspects. But I don't know what what it was that prompted me to, you know, put all of these songs in, in an E P together. But it was Definitely a uh, storytelling part of so Thai. And uh, yeah, so I didn't it, but it was a moment where was going So I thought, why not make an EP? So, yeah. Nice, nice. That's
1: wonderful.
0: That's wonderful. Tell me about this. Uh, who are the, if I could just ask you, top five songs that you've come across off briefly, Uh since the last time we've spoken? I think it's like April or something. April or May what are the top five songs that you've come across from indie musicians and we could also sort of go towards musicians who are mainstream that you really like a lot
2: ah okay
0: this question could and be and this ha- doesn't have to be diplomatic at all I just want yeah, you to be yeah. no, no, I know not that diplomatic. you run a lot of playlists but I just want you to be very <laughs> very upfront about this uh, from the beginning of from from January what are the top five indie songs that you really like that I
2: really like fuck dude january i so june, june 2020 the the <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> so basically what we wanted to ask is who are the uh, indie artists that you are looking up to like in the sense uh, like looking forward to their songs more often now uh, uh, and even like looking up to as well
2: uh, definitely osho jan First mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jain, Jain uh, and then Sanjeeta Bhatta Himanshu for that matter. Himanshu, I am expecting a lot of good music, like I have but mm-hmm. I just want him to put out his songs, the fourth lane, uh, Ajay and his band, and, uh, yeah.
0: Haan,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. What is that, what is the one trend that you're not liking in the indie scene?
2: The one trend in the indie, indie scene, I guess this, this question, okay. So, abhi, uh, after Clubhouse and all these applications are ha the independent music scene very collaborative. Ho and I guess yeah. this is very good. Aur, uh I'm sorry, I'm not answering your question because there is not a single thing that comes to my mind. Because the supportive very supportive. And uh, if, you, if you go kisi bhi, uh, club any clubhouse, mein, Mm-hmm. So you'll see almost, you know, her four se a group. Mein, there is an indie scene going on. And then there's only indie musician promoting And people are actually appreciating them. And musicians like Hanita Bamri Tanmaya Batnagar and, you know, uh, Piyush Bise- Bisekar, Oshu Jani. These are all the upcoming artists. They're helping them in the clubhouse. Pe. So this is, this is very wonderful, yaar. So I don't think... There's yeah. Perfect, perfect. Who is that one Indian
0: artist that you've come across? Whom you think will, uh, more people need to know about? Who... Shubham Kabra.
2: Shubham Kabra. Yep, definitely.
0: Yeah, sure. Okay, send me one good song from him. We'll link in the description. If anybody's made it to this point, definitely check definitely. that song out. <laughs> yes. Okay, perfect, perfect. This is sort of moving towards one of the last questions that we have for you. Um, You are now moving towards, I mean, you've been releasing music frequently uh, in the form of singles and also collaborations and also, you know, working towards your EP, which I'm sure you're going to roll out one song by one song and then sort of, I don't know whether you're going to release the whole thing together. Whatever it may be, I'm sure you're putting, in both the cases, you're putting the equal amount of songs together, right? I mean, you're putting out equal number of songs. So... Tell me about this. How different is your approach from the first time you released an EP and now that you're working towards the second EP, how different a musician, how different a person are you? And what is your whole sort of objective with releasing the second EP?
2: It's completely different, man. Uh, the oh. first time, I had no idea what I was doing, why I was doing it. Oh, okay. I had no idea how to do it. Oh. I had no idea. I, I didn't go about marketing at all. I just... Mm-hmm. Went on playing, so that was one way to market the song. But that was just because I loved playing. It was not ki my market wale usse mindset se soch tha. But now it's completely different. Things are completely different. I cannot go out and play. I cannot tour across. Uh, so yeah, it's it's very different from back then. Hindi EP is completely produced by me, mm-hmm. and uh, almost uh, every song from the English EP is also arranged by me. So it's kind of more personal, it's kind of more original
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, yeah, that's about it.
0: Wonderful. Good that you mentioned the gigging aspect of it. How much of a gigging artist are you after the lockdown since March, 2020? How do you sort of view yourself as an artist with this re-evaluated approach towards mm. a musician in entirety?
2: I I believe that I, I still love playing. Like I would love to play, but Absolutely. the thing is. I'm kind of afraid right now, not afraid. I'm, I'm kind of uh, nervous because it's, it's been a very long time. <laughs> and I'm afraid that I forgot how I did that, how, like all the I
0: know it's,
2: it's, it's something, you know, the mind is playing the games, but I'm very nervous and very excited to be back. Because I'm sure uh, lockdown has opened and everything hopefully will
0: Tell me about this. What would you want to sort of do differently as a singing artist now once you get back?
2: Not be pretentious. <laughs> not okay. not be that kid who wanted everyone in the room to sing along or praise oh. my music. It's oh. just I want to convey what I want to convey and then just, you know, be in that moment and enjoy. Oh. So, yeah.
0: It's good you mentioned that because you got way more appraisal. I mean, of course, you were... Got doing very well for yourself back then also uh, you're getting a lot of more appraisal now you are more well renowned in certain aspects as compared to how you were back then when you were a gigging artist which is not long back I think you've built an a name for yourself how do you sort of handle all the appreciation and all the kind words that you're getting uh, on a constant basis now how do you process it and how do you sort of uh, filter out what to keep and what not to
2: it is overwhelming uh, at you know a lot of times. Because sometimes I don't believe what people have to say about my music. Because I wrote those songs. Like mostly those uh, songs that i Those are the songs that I wrote as a kid, as a teenager, in my room, mein, ke, apne liye. And sometimes I i and And then the comments they put in, the messages that I receive, or oh. they email me and this is very overwhelming for me. So oh. I just, I don't know what to do I, at that time. Actually, I don't know. I still don't know what to do. So I just... Oh, I'm sure you're grateful humbly, for them. Yeah. Of course, I'm very grateful for everything. So yeah, I just, uh, I just humbly accept that. And uh, I very... I'm very grateful, like I uh, share the gratitude that they are a part of my journey and uh, yeah.
0: Wonderful, that's a a very honest answer. Tell me about this, who is that one artist whom you see carrying themselves really well and whom you would want to emulate, not really emulate, emulate, but you feel that have a very good code of conduct in all the diverse aspects of having a career as an indie musician? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: That would definitely be uh, Sanjita Bhattacharya.
0: Okay. In what sense?
2: In almost every aspect. Like if you look at her as a person, mm. as an artist, uh, mm. she has that aura. Mm. Like a very positive aura, very kind and very authentic aura around herself. Mm. So yeah, definitely her.
0: Absolutely. 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 What would you want the ideal impact of Kiss Me to be?
2: Okay. Uh, This is a nice question. Thank you. I just, uh, I want people to enjoy the song, to be honest, and Mm. to embrace all the little things in their lives, the people they love, the people they are with. And for a moment, just forget everything and be in the moment and, you know, appreciate their lovers.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Now, now Parvai is going to ask our corporate question which he always does. Over to you Padraic.
1: Okay, so let me let me just refresh this for this particular episode because Absolutely. Uh, I wanted to add on to the question. Add before the question basically. So what what, what we both have, me and Bharat, what we have seen is we have seen a constant growth that we have seen from Akshit. We have seen Akshit performing sure. in first time in the open mics and then building that up building that up writing songs releasing them then touring and you know t- till the point now that we've uh, we've got kiss me released as well and we are looking up to a lot of different things now so uh, what we want what our question basically is that what what should we expect now in the coming future if you say or whatever timeline you want to set what do you what do you think that we should as audiences look for
0: also to add to what also to add to what far said what aspects of you as a musician or as a person that you feel like like how Parvai mentioned that you you've seen constant growth in you i'm sure that mm-hmm. you are the fact that you're having constant growth is that you are not always content with yourself which is something that even hume Joshi, had. Mentioned you uh, in a podcast uh, where he right. said that it's amb- ambition and contentment. So, how do you? What aspects of you as a person and musician uh, do you think you would want to sort of better or evolve uh, going forward? Going forward.
2: Yeah. So, I've definitely uh, seen a drastic change from what I've been doing and for, t- for what I do right now, in terms of songwriting. Uh, for that matter pele i would easily uh, tell myself ki, okay this sounds good yes let's let's take it let's stop here but now I, i'm critically critically analyzing every every time i write something so it's it's been a while that i've completed any song that's a very <laughs> major drawback but yeah i'm, I'm loving it and uh, i would definitely want to see how i grow i don't have any expectations as such ki aisa karna, aisa karna hai. Of first one pretty bad, but not right, right. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just want to be free. I just want to uh, go with the flow, ki, how it works out. And as a person, definitely I want to grow as a person, be more humble, try to be more humble and try to be more positive for that matter. And mm-hmm. as honest as possible Yuki. yeah Yep. Honesty is the key. So.
0: Absolutely. Good that you mentioned that word in the last because that's what I could feel in all your answers except the ones pertaining to indie musicians. But <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> but, uh, many, they, such a such that, such a no, Absolutely. I know you yeah. mean the best. And of course, that's very evident in whatever you do. Whether it's a playlist, whether it's how you generally feel about musicians. And I, I really appreciate that. And uh, thank you so much on that note. Uh, uh, please go and follow Akshet, uh His Instagram ID is underscore Uh We're going to be linking it in the description as well if you're watching it on youtube uh and you can go and stream his song kiss me which is also in the description which is released uh and uh please 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 go and follow him on spotify all streaming platforms uh go and check out his music he's been put he's going to be putting out a lot more music he's already been putting out a lot of music frequently and he's going to uh maintain that frequency and even uh go notches higher uh if you made it to this point of the podcast please uh go and follow us on instagram our instagram id is uh, soundshome.pod uh, you can also check out our website www.soundhomepodcast.com it just redirects you to youtube but we are paying for the domain so we have to say it <laughs> but uh, uh also uh big shout out to our uh, graphic designer Saurabh Tupati for doing such wonderful work we are going to be linking his uh instagram id as well please go and follow him and also uh, we put out our podcast uh, every Friday on our YouTube channel. So if you're liking what you're seeing, please subscribe to us. And uh, also follow us on our uh, auditing platforms. We put it out subsequently. Uh, and uh, that is it from my co-host, Mr. Paat and uh, me, Bharat Agrawal. Uh, and we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.
2: Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, bro. Bye. Thank you
0: so much for joining me. Chalo.